So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast with Early Humans. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? You guys start? Uh, so me and Hart have been playing together for a really long time, since like high school. So coming up on like 10 years now, I think. And um, a lot of different bands that we've gone through. Um, Really, we there was nothing that really inspired us to play together. We just kind of started bands when we were younger, and we never really stopped. Um, and this band name just came from us trying to think of cool band names, and we always thought early humans sounded cool. Um, when we finally like started this band, that was just the one that we picked from the list that we kind of had built up over the years. I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I drew a... Uh like a little sketch in a notebook like a couple of years ago and it was like the like evolutionary like step up thing where it was like tadpole to like a human mm-hmm. being like and then multiple steps in that and it was like the de-evolution and it was just like a human being and then folding down to like a guy on the ground with like a phone in his hand just like falling asleep and that that ended up being the first LPR, too, right? Yeah, Essentially, yeah, it was yeah. like a little play on that. I I joined the band actually uh, last year, or I want to say it's probably over. It's been I've been playing with these guys for over two years, I'd say, or just about two years, and joined full time. I think early last year before we went and recorded this LP. So it's definitely a, a question geared towards them, uh, mm-hmm. but. They've been playing for a while, so I'm the new guy still. All right. right. Yeah, that's that's chill. Uh, So congrats on your newest release, A Wave. How do you feel about the response to the album so far? Thank you so much. Of Uh, course. You guys want me to take this? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think so far it's been, uh, you know, a lot more, not, not than we expected, but it was really, really, really sick to see uh, kind of the instant response that we got. Um, we'd been waiting a really long time to put it out, just like things coming up. And, you know, obviously with the state of the industry right now, we had to be very uh, kind of careful about the steps that we took to put it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so just in general, even without the response, it felt like a huge weight lifted off our shoulders and something we were really, really excited and anxious about to get out in the world. And, uh, you know, even if it wasn't perceived the way that uh, we had expectations for, we would have just been so glad that we were able to put it out. Yeah. But uh, the response has been amazing, and we're super thankful. That's for sure. awesome to hear. Yeah, right. happy to hear that. Uh, so, is there me- any meaning behind the cover art or um, album name? I'll let yeah, let's let Hart take this one. <laughs> me and Manman were talking like I think it was twenty eighteen, something like that like springtime a couple years ago and we were just talking about like the emotional response of like a wave and how we're all not necessarily dialed in to be like laser beam focused all the time and we all have up and down experiences and i went to i had this job a couple years ago and i went to to china and then saw the skyline of shenzhen like going on this like weird freeway over this bay back to Hong Kong from like mainland China. And it was just that. And it was kind of like the 
the flip of a like sound wave like one half of a sound wave when you're like recording something kind of the similarity of how a skyline kind of looks like a like a waveform on like soundcloud or something yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and so we we kind of played with that and then um Bandman somehow linked up with with ola who um did the painting for this one and we had a couple of revisions um from some other artists before we like settled on that one but the one that we we all chose just turned out right okay. we all felt like it, it fit for the whole thing yeah I, when we were doing the artwork like i remember um kind of i wanted to make it something abstract where it kind of looked like a skyline but it wasn't necessarily like explicitly a skyline it was mm -hmm. just like it, ha it like vaguely resembles that waveform, and you can't tell exactly what it is, but it has that same flow. I don't okay. know. Right. Yeah. Now that you say it, I see it. So that's really cool. Whoa, I get yeah. it now. It all makes sense. Uh, so what was your writing process like for this album then? That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to take it? Um. um. The way that we've always written for this band um, has kind of been me and Hart have just written songs. Like we write songs like separately a lot of the time. We haven't like this whole record wasn't written together as a band. It was songs that um, he and I wrote separately and that we brought to the band and that we ended up um, fleshing out together. So I think we had probably like 20 songs that we had accumulated um, since we had recorded the last LP. And then we kind of whittled those down to the the best ones um, and recorded those. But really, like, I think what ended up tying together the ones that we chose were the ones that had those, like, raw emotional responses. Like, they felt just like, since the album we were talking about the way that it was titled a wave kind of based on the way that we feel emotions very strongly, uh, mm -hmm. whether it be good or bad, like the ones that felt the most in tune with that title, I think were the ones that we ended up choosing. Uh -huh. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, we just, we, we always write songs like yeah. <laughs> separately and then we bring them to the table and then Marcus like lays down yeah. what, uh, what works best for him and, we we have in the past um when we first when i first kind of joined the crew uh we were like okay we're gonna put out a single uh and that was one song that we all genuinely got in the room we we're like okay let's see how we write together because mm -hmm. i had been playing songs that had already been written and uh we we're like okay we can write together and that single by the way is uh what a waste part two um and so we we had that kind of down and it's like okay we can record together we can uh you know, flesh out parts. And then they had a wave pretty much already written up, um, hmm. already kind of demoed out their songs. Uh, and you can hear like which songs are hearts, which songs are Ryan's that uh, some of them complete, some of them incomplete that we just bring together. And yeah, we ended up fleshing them out together. Uh, some of the songs, it was kind of like, okay, here it is. Go jam this by yourself. And then we'll be in the studio in two weeks. And that's a fun learning experience, but uh, it was honestly the way that it felt like this record needed to be written, mm -hmm. in my opinion, for sure. Okay. Also, it's kind of, it's hard to give like a straight um, 
coherent answer on exactly how these songs were written because again like we kind of split writing duties so i can't really say where heart was at but kind of where i was at in writing the songs was that i had just gotten into a new relationship like at the beginning of um it was actually at the end of the last record that that we put out and all the songs that i wrote were kind of based on my experience in getting into this relationship, which has changed my life completely over the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. all right. I also want to ask, you said you guys had like 20 songs written for this record. How'd you like whittle it down to the ones that made the album? <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> no, I think we, we had a, a few conversations and it was, it was really trying to figure out like what stimulated us in terms of the emotional response when we thought about viewing your your outlook on life as ups and downs, not just as like a laser beam focused thing. Oh. Um, where it's like in the middle of the wave when we wanted to like find those things that were just a little outside. And when we when we like settled on the track listing too, it was kind of the songs were in the order that we felt like they should be. And we kind of had some like discussions about how that was going to all be laid out yeah we like for the most part had the um the track listing to the album before we even started recording it because we like oh, i wow. feel like we picked we yeah. picked the songs that we thought were going to fit the album and like some of that changed down the road but for the mm-hmm. most part like the bookends were all there we're pretty huh. we're pretty like meticulous when it comes to um like that type of order and like how things play out in our heads versus how they come out like final yeah um, so we do demoing for i mean i think would you say out of my mind was like 2017 mm-hmm. and out of my mind and tentacles were both written in 2017 and those were songs that were on the record and so i mean the songs took a year year and a half before we even recorded them as finals so it was kind of a lot of thinking about how they play out and like the vibe and the the, the motion that it conveys not just the lyrics but like the music itself like plays a big part of how we decide where things go we're also yeah. a very like um i would say at least heart and i are very like record focused we vibe a lot on like when me and heart talk about music it's always like have you listened to this record like um we want to make records rather than singles and that's not to say that we won't make singles at some point but like that's kind of what we both get off on and like what we really want to do the most out of anything like more than playing shows more than just recording a song we want to like put out a statement and we want each statement to be different from the last one and we felt like when we picked these songs that they were um the right step from the last record in a good direction for us. Okay. Oh, that's right. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that some of these songs are written as uh, early as 2017. What song took the longest to come together? And then um, what is your guys' personal favorite off the record? Man, what was the longest one? To write? Crank them all out yeah, it's kind of hard to say, uh, arguably, what took the longest. I mean, Hart, do you want to talk about, you know, I remember you mentioned before about how uh, if you start writing a song, if you don't finish it that day, yeah. like it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we 
we've been talking over the past year about like how stuff turns out and what's like inspiration and like if a song takes longer than like the time it takes the song to be played to come out then like i i really don't write a song if it doesn't happen that way and like i'll make beats and make like instrumental pieces that like take like months to come up with but when it comes to an actual like song and a feeling it's like that is like a concise thing that just like pops out and i think probably creator and and bugging out probably took the longest um we had a few a few people help help us out on the record that were really awesome and um um, a couple of them played like slide guitar and did like ambient textures on top of what we were working on. Um, so adding that, in that stuff took a while after we had finished like the main recording. Yeah. Uh, we were still tracking like all of that stuff like a couple months afterwards. So that that stuff did take the longest probably. Yep. Yeah, we did like three weeks, four weeks um, in the studio kind of setting. We did a little bit of it um, at. A place called schematic studios and a little bit of it in my basement and we just kind of bounced around and then for like a month after we had that focus time we had some other people come in and um, lay some stuff on top and we worked on stuff for like a month or two after that um, what is y'all's i would say my favorite to come out of it and this is hard that's a really hard question by the way yes. uh because um you know the guys like like Hart and Ryan, they like the songs that we picked were uh, for them. The ones that they just presented to me were uh, hard to pick, and um, like just for the record itself. And uh, for me, playing them, getting those songs, it was just like, wow, I have a lot to work with and work around. And it was like the effort that it takes to, um, you know hear a song and then not too long after hearing a song help make it a completed thought or uh you know put it on like recording it it makes it really hard to pick which one's your favorite because you grow a very strong attachment to all of them and we were we're all very proud of uh just the songs on this record but if i had to whittle it down in between playing these songs already some of these songs for over uh, a year now yeah uh excuse the the uh <laughs> the beer over there sorry uh <laughs> uh i would say bugging out and just the transfer the transformation it took to from the recording setting to the live setting um and we we have like a live video playthrough that we actually just released on youtube that we use kind of as our um our release show per se and um that was getting to put that uh, out in that way for people to see, especially with you know shows not happening this year, and a lot of things being virtual. But having it that you know high quality, uh, it made us realize like, wow, this is how far this song has come just since we recorded it. And mm-hmm. like, um, and then how do you play things live versus how yeah. do you play them? And it's a lot of the tracks have like a shitload of overdubs and a, like a bunch of like guitar parts or synth parts or like drum parts or like programming parts that we may not be able to pull off live easily so it's been like how do we whittle that down and your original question i think was like what song took the longest to mm-hmm. come is that right yeah 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 i think that was one of the that was, out? that was probably the yeah. one that took the longest to make 
the completed thought happened, yeah. how it is on the record versus, and it's still changing, which is yeah. the, the cool thing. It, it, it changes at practice, like almost every time we play it. Oh. And it's, that's something that's pretty cool. That's very uh, cool. Ryan, do you have a favorite? I know it's like a really cliche answer, but um, <laughs> there was every song on the record was my favorite at some point. So it's, it is really hard to choose. Yeah. And I feel selfish to say this because I wrote the song, but um, a wave like the closing track. Okay. Um, I'm just really proud of how that came out. I feel like it's one of the best songs I've, I've written. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really proud of that one. I remember hearing the first mix after we recorded it with Tate and I was just like floored. I remember like feeling so emotional about how it turned out. I was just like so stoked that I finally got to to get a really good recording of a song that I was super proud of mm-hmm. um, and get it ready for the world. So I would say that one. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome. Like that. All right. Uh, so is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through this album? Ooh. All of them. Every <laughs> single motion okay. at once. A little closer. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to feel. It's good to feel everything and take mm-hmm. it in. And uh, I think that was a big part of this record that uh me personally i I really loved was that i i felt a lot of things listening to it like joy sadness realizations uh you know pain regret like you know it gets really sad and at other times it's really happy and it's uh a positive outlook um and i think it kind of takes you on a journey of those emotions uh, as you go through the first part, I think, uh, and we've talked about this a lot, it kind of brings you up uh, and it gets you to a point and you're feeling good. And then instead of just dropping you on your head, it's slowly bringing you back down mm-hmm. and kind of ending at the uh, resolution of a wave. And I, I encourage like if uh, if people who, who haven't heard it uh, would go and listen to it with that mindset, it... Uh, it can give you uh, realizations like I've had just like listening to these guys' songs before we went in. And uh, it uh, it made me feel everything. And uh, being as the person that didn't uh, come to the forefront and write the initial thoughts, but rather help to complete them, mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was kind of a journey, uh, honestly. Yeah. But how would you guys you feel? Yeah, I would definitely say there's like... <laughs> There's joy and, and sadness and anger and love. But overall, like, I think um, the overall message of the, the record is, I would say it's a positive one. Like, I think we want everyone to come out of it um, thinking positively about their life, even though um, some of the songs are kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it's a pretty, pretty vague answer, I feel like. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I saw this, feel uh, every feeling ever every single feeling. obviously we can't write a perfect record where you feel every feeling ever but no, it's um, weird to write a song and then how you feel like it comes across is totally different than how someone interprets it yeah and right. you almost don't want to define that like music and art in general is like meant to have that defined by the listener or the viewer or like the the person who's experiencing it and there was a I think it was like a, like a behind the act or like inside the actor's studio or like one of those type of shows where it was like an actor's interview show. 
and there was an actor talking about something and the the interviewer asked him if i don't even remember who it was um but they asked them like what type of emotion were you trying to convey when you did this mm-hmm. and they answered the question with i'm not trying to convey emotion that's not my job yeah and it's it's the observer's job to take from that what they experience and that resonated with me really hard that's not how like these songs came about but that was kind of just something along the way that stuck with me for one reason or another all right wow that was very wise i don't know i really like that that was good that was the most wise answer we've ever gotten most people that was not uh that was not pre-discussed by the way (laughs) oh my god that was that was on the spot wow that's hard (laughs) yeah typically people are like yeah i just no we don't have one (laughs) and then they're like all right that's enough um so this question should be super super quick um for new listeners i want you to describe this album in three words off the top of your head oh my god (laughs) no thoughts let's go today Uh, exactly oh that's like an on the spot can somebody else start sad happy loud i like that one good <laughs> oh, I'm so bad about on the spot stuff. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> it's it's big on the spot right now. I've already taken too long. Okay. Uh, um, it's crumbling. Yeah, I am. I can't do questions like these. I'm so okay. sorry. <laughs> I can do one word. Uh, okay. Big. I can do four. Big enough for you? And that, that would be it. Is it big enough? Because it's like, it is a big, uh, you know what? Can I redo it? Yeah. <laughs> can I yeah, do a redo? You can redo that. <laughs> is this going to be edited? Fuck no. no. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So is that record big uh, enough for you? I hate this. Loud in your face. I know Ryan used loud. Okay. I don't yeah. know. That's all I got, man. All I'm right. embarrassed now. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's better than than, than the one before. Yeah, so. Big enough for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Wink, 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 Let's keep judge. bringing it up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so you guys like literally just dropped this album, but are you working on anything else? Are you writing? Are you working on your next like EP album, S- singles, covers? What are you doing? Well, uh, you want me to go? Yeah. Uh, it's, Should we disclose any information? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so right now we're not we – we have a couple of songs that we've just kind of put on the back burner uh, mm-hmm. right now. That uh, One that we recorded actually in the studio that we uh, are just kind of waiting around uh, to see what happens with that. But in terms of just being a band in general, um, we're just kind of – uh we're just trying to focus on content right now and the industry is in such a weird place it's hard to to determine exactly what we want to do yeah next like i think we're just kind of we want to see what happens with this record because it's we're in an unprecedented time um in the state of the literal the world Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so we're kind of playing it by ear but I think Hart and I are always writing songs. Um, 
and we do plan to to continue writing and i'm sure that we'll put something out yep. at some point kind of soon i hope yeah okay all right Hog. uh so where do you guys see the band in the next five years um the dreaded question the big five-year <laughs> question mm -hmm. this is the best question oh the harder question i like this question answer. better than the other one honestly but <laughs> all right well actually i need it right now <laughs> right now right now i'm just kidding i um yeah if you had to give me a time limit yeah i'd be screwed again but uh I, i'll start off and say uh we all love making and performing music together and you know wherever this industry lies within the next five years and you know when however long it takes for things to pick back up for live music and you know how this record can continues to get perceived um we're just thankful that we get to make music together and uh I, I think i could speak for everybody that we just hope we can do it for as as long as we possibly can mm -hmm. yeah i mean hopefully we'll just be able to to be making music in yeah. five years um i would assume that you know in the next year or two that we'll be able to kind of get back on track to normal but i don't want to assume too much yeah <laughs> i think it's, yeah, a weird, okay. it's a weird split about like what what is expected of you and what you expect from yourself and we've always kind of treaded that like me and vandeman have been playing in bands together for like 12 years yeah it's not gonna and stop over the next five probably <laughs> like, okay good good it doesn't really matter who likes it like we want people to like it obviously but it's just kind of we do that because it's what we feel like we're here to do and so we just hope that people enjoy what we're doing and oh. like we're going to continue to do um things that like inspire us and make us feel things and hope people respond to that and definitely like we have been doing it for you know 10 12 years i don't even know how long at this point but it's been a long time and um every it was september 3rd 1997. <laughs> That's when it all started. It was, it was not that day, but oh, okay. In some Monday's basement. But no, I mean, like the the amount of time that we've spent playing in bands together, like it's always, um, we always just focused on making music, and we never really um, focused on like management and like how to actually release music and get into like the the radar of like listeners and stuff. Um, so this is the biggest thing that we've ever put out, like as far as reach and like response that we've gotten, which is overwhelming to us, which, I mean, that was the first question you asked, like it's, it has been overwhelming and amazing putting this record out. Um, but if in the next five years it drops back off and we are still making music just for ourselves and like no one's listening, I don't think that we're going to stop because that's, you know, just what we've always done. Oh, yeah. It's very wholesome. Yes. I like that. I like that. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. That sounds amazing, yeah, actually. For sure. Okay, cool. So if that's sucky, then we're going to go to death row. Boom! Uh, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Double boom. That's a good question. <laughs> I love this I'll question. start this one. Okay, good. Yeah. We can't put these do... ourselves. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is my kind of question. Uh... I would have a McRib and a Shamrock Shake because they never come out at the same time annually. It'd be impossible. Wow. I would be on death row for the rest of my life. Oh my god! Yeah. You break veg for that. I would break. I would. I'm. I'm vegetarian. I would break veg for that. Absolutely. Break veg. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I can respect that. That's such a good question. 
I Thank think you. I would go for like, mm, like a really good like picanha, mm -hmm. like a, a steak and like some nice, if that's like a horseradish sauce or like a chimichurri, like some sort <laughs> of really good like steak sauce, not just like A1. And mm -hmm. then maybe like an old fashioned or like a margarita, even margaritas. I love margaritas. So maybe something like that. No sides, just like a drink and then a really well cooked steak. With oh. some nice okay. Sauce. That's solid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, the pressure's on. Um, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> you had all this time? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is very good at cooking food. So, me. Oh my God. The, me and Hart. He's also on death row. <laughs> I'm actually on death row. The pressure is real. I oh my God. have been thinking about this for months. No, um, honestly, just like some, I can't choose like exactly. I would just want some like um, Italian chef, high level, highbrow, super chefy. Um, I just want some pasta mm. and a glass of wine. That's it. Right. Just some. I, I'm not picky about food, so just like whatever he wanted to make me, whatever's fresh, you know. Okay. Solid. <laughs> you respect that. I'm so respect pretentious. That. <laughs> just you know, whatever. What about uh, you guys? What would what would your last? Oh, meal be? we got these unlocked already. Uh, oh, me, yeah. a big ass <laughs> bowl of spaghetti and a sprite cranberry because they don't make those anymore, and they did slap oh, when they did. So. And then mine is a taro boba with um, Thai basil tofu. Oh, what is that? What taro boba? You know, like a boba yeah. milk tea. Yeah, like the, that's what you would drink. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that would be my drink. Thai basil, drink Thai basil tofu is such an excellent choice. Yeah. Wow. It is. Oh my god, it's like my favorite now. Gloria's the foodie of the group here. Out of the two of us, she's the foodie. I cook a lot. <laughs> I just eat. Um, <laughs> So if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fiction world? Yes. Yep. Oh, oh man, dude. Everybody's looking at me. Uh, <laughs> I would... All right. Um, I would say... I'm going to... I'm going to say Star Wars. I would okay. live in a galaxy far, far away. Um, just because... One, you get to travel through space, mm -hmm. and I feel like the little kid in me, the little kid in everybody, that's something that people want to do uh, just in their lifetimes. I just think it would be insane to go from one planet to another. But also, it's like Jedis and lightsabers. I just think it's awesome. Uh, and learning the Force. If I could just like move things with my mind, uh, that's totally where I would live. Uh, my alternate universe. Uh, I can respect that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Would you be a rebel Jedi or Sith? You you said Jedi, so yes, I don't want to assume. Um, I think I would be. Uh, I think I would be. Uh, a clone. Uh, a clone. Trooper. Yeah. I oh my god. It. I feel like that would be an interesting life. Marcus would probably be Han Solo. Would I be Han Solo? <laughs> Han Solo. Yeah. yeah, I'd live vicariously through that for sure. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, one heart. I'd probably live in 2016. 
Okay. That was the last time okay. the world was good. So that was a pretty yeah. chill year. It was a good year. It was yeah, a very good, good year. year. Everything's went <laughs> to shit since then. Uh, Ryan, also, are wait, you looking what, up? I I love Star Wars too. Just what to what month of 2016? Though? The summer months. Mm-hmm. I gotta go winter, man. No, mm-hmm. not after taste. No, no, like before, like January. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Like January was pretty pretty chill. February too. I was like post November. Well, no, no, the election wasn't until like yeah. I, I'm I'm a winter guy. I like a little cold weather. Okay, but like the the early part of the year. Yeah, not, early not, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, early 2016 is my fantasy year of choice. Okay. <laughs> Good. This might be kind of corny, but um, probably like Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'd want to be Ooh. like okay. a I'd want to be like an Airbender or something. Airbender. Okay, good. Finally, somebody said air. I always hear like, "Oh, I'd be an Earthbender." Like, okay. What about <laughs> I don't the air? Know. I think the Airbenders are do, so tight. Do, exactly. do people say Avatar a lot? Not, not like not we haven't gotten it as often, but like every know. time we do, it's either like fire or earth and i'm like you could literally like kill somebody by just like bending yeah. the air out of their lungs it's <laughs> i don't know it's just i, mean, I don't that get wasn't it wasn't my idea but oh well <laughs> i wouldn't not do it <laughs> exactly you have the option to mm-hmm. i think just living like a monk in a cartoon world sounds like the dream compared mm-hmm. to what my life is right now <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fair okay real happy guy so uh, I have the honor of asking the last question, and uh, every single person we've spoken to has actually said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Oh my god! I'm gonna say, uh, forest green. Ooh, Ooh honestly, it's a nice green. It's kind of the color of my pants. They're like an olive color, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the color that's vibed with me for the past five years of my life, I think. It's a very important color to me now. I'm going to go, technically, it's not a color, but it's called Vanta Black, and it was mm-hmm. in- invented by this laboratory in the UK, which absorbs 99.99% of light, and it's oh. the darkest material that's ever known to man, and it looks insane. So if you guys haven't checked it, it out, now. Vanta Black, V-A-N-T-A, Black, and it is very tight. It's and I'm, very dark. I'm going to go with that. It's, it's extremely dark. Yeah. Yo, that's really cool. <laughs> we should have clo- such a creative, creative answer. Yeah, we should, we should have closed with that one. Yeah, um, wow. Oh, no. Baby blue. <laughs> <laughs> The exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as Glory said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um. Yeah. I mean, well, it. Wait. No, this won't come out before then. I don't think. Uh, we're playing a show tomorrow. Uh, drive-in concert. Yeah, that's safe. not gonna. Yeah, but I don't think that's plug worthy. Um. <laughs> we got a lot of cool stuff. Uh. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are big on content. We love making content, and we got a lot of stuff coming out just for th- these songs on this record. And uh, we're always up to something. So please, like, we're here to entertain. We have a good time. So uh, lend us your ears, lend us your eyes, and uh, see what we got going on. 
All right. Hell yeah, that's where we'll leave it. Uh, So thank you for sitting out with us, guys. This has been Early Humans, and uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast.